TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I cannot tell you how super, super, super excited I have I am to have on my show today a totally special human. She is inspiring, talented, and she's just a beautiful soul. Please welcome the one and only Rachel Leakar. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me, beautiful lady. Ah, one special human to another. Oh, thank you, thank you. Right back at you. So let me share with you a little bit about Rachel in case you don't know who she is. Rachel has a totally explosive vocal, dynamic range, and powerful performances that have absolutely stunned the audiences across the globe. For Aussie people, Rachel smashed Australian television records when 4.1 million people tuned in to watch her blind audition on the very first season of The Voice in 2012. With a career that has seen her release three top 10 ARIA charting albums, two of her live shows sold out crowds, and travel to Italy to sing with Andrea Bocelli's orchestra, Rachel has proved and shown that she is capable of achieving absolutely anything despite being legally blind. In my humble opinion, she should have won The Voice, and she's the only artist I've actually ever spent money to vote for on the show, on any show. (laughs) So thank you, Rachel. It's awesome to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, awesome. So, Rachel, I want to go right back to the start. How did you discover your love for music? Well, from the start, I came out screaming. So, awesome. I was from then. I screamed for about six months, Mum tells me. Um, But I always was dancing and singing as a kid. I can't really remember the first time, but. It was just all the time Um, mum would sing to me. In fact, she actually sung to me to stop me from screaming. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she sang to me a lot and made me fall asleep. And, yeah, I probably picked that up because I have a vision impairment. I use my ears for so many things. Sure. And I, I feel like I'm more in tune than you know anyone who can see because people rely on their vision. Absolutely, absolutely. So I started listening and I even started imitating singers. I think when I was about 11 or 12 years old, I did an impression of Cher. Okay. (laughs) Kind of blew my parents away. Okay. Yeah, I loved singing from very little. And I think the first time I performed on stage, I was about seven years old in a school choir. And I sang a solo in Over the Rainbow. So I was hooked from there. Absolutely, and I think you know you do such beautiful, such a beautiful version of that song, which I absolutely love because it's one of my favourite songs ever. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. You're it's really welcome. Sentimental to me. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, Rachel, I know you. You know, you've been singing and performing music, and do you write your own music as well? Yeah, I love writing. I've mostly in the past done a lot of covers, and I don't mind this because I love interpreting other people's songs and drawing my own meaning from them. Yes, sure. But there, there is nothing quite like um, writing your own song and the vulnerability that comes with that yes. and showing everyone your true emotions and your soul and 
and everything. It's just so personal. Um, and I'm really excited that I'm doing a lot more of that now and releasing that for people to hear. The more I do it, the more excited I get for to sure. keep releasing you know, my own work. For sure, for sure. Now, Rachel, I have to ask you about The Voice because I couldn't let you go without asking about The Voice. Yeah. So what prompted you to audition for The Voice in 2012? I've done a lot of competitions in my time. Yes. I kind of had a thirst to prove myself. It might have come from the disability, I think, because whenever someone told me I couldn't do something, I always said, yes, I can, and ended up doing it. <laughs> so... Uh, much to my parents' dismay sometimes. <laughs> but I entered a lot of competitions. Um, there was one that even sent me to Italy to sing on TV over there when I was 15. And so I – other TV shows like Australia's Got Talent and The X Factor. Yes. And I actually got through on Australia's Got Talent um, to – the it was the TV auditions and they all said yes. Yes. But backstage they told us that even if you get three yeses, you still might not get through. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think it might have been because it was a variety show. They might have had too many singers or something, but yeah, yeah. I didn't end up getting through. So okay, I did those two shows, didn't get anywhere, and then um, a few months later it was the end of year twelve, and my auntie, my auntie Aurora, saw a television commercial for this show called The Voice and right. The Blind Auditions. And I'm like, oh, blind auditions, really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I make fun of myself all Yeah, the time. I know, I know. <laughs> so I went into this uh, competition with a video audition. And fun fact, I heard that the producers don't even look at these video auditions. They're actually facing away from the screen. Ah, okay. Someone else clicks on them. Interesting. Um, so I sent that in and uh, got through that. Then I went to an audition in Adelaide and I didn't actually tell them about my vision impairment because I wanted to prove that um, I could do it on my own without, yes. you know, them feeling sorry for me or anything or looking for a story. For sure, for so, sure. Um, when I went to the Adelaide auditions, I couldn't really hide it because I had a cane, but yes. <laughs> they seemed to like me, so they put me through to the Melbourne auditions. Wow. And then when I got through those, got to the final, like blind auditions in Sydney, and it was actually a day before my 18th birthday when all the four coaches turned around. That's when wow. it was filmed. <laughs> so that was pretty exciting. Oh, that's my long story. <laughs> no, it's not long at all. So, Rachel, how on earth did you decide to pick your coach? I'm sorry, I have to ask. Yeah, it was a really tough decision. Yeah. Um, because they're all they were all amazing coaches and could have taught me so much. There was Keith Urban, who country star, Joel Madden from the Madden Brothers, yes. previously known as Good Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Um. Delta Goodrum and Seal. Yes. And leading up to the show, I actually thought that I would go with Seal. Yeah, I actually thought. Around. Yeah, I actually thought you were gonna you were gonna go with Seal. I must admit, I did think that that night. Yeah. Um, so that was what I was thinking leading up. But when I got on the stage and I asked them all my questions, <laughs> there was so much that wasn't shown on television. Like I asked them each one of them a question and 
because we had to prepare these questions just in case more than one turned around. And right. I actually only prepared about two questions right. just in case two turned yeah, around. Yeah, for sure. And then all four, I'm like, oh, I've got to make up some questions on the spot. Um, but when I was standing on that stage, I remembered that Delta was the first CD I bought and also the first concert I ever went to. And her music had influenced me so much growing up. Yes. And all her emotion, her crying there, yes. I just felt a connection to her and yes. I felt like she could lead me in the direction that I wanted to go. So I picked Delta. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And, I mean, you know, you did get to – you finished third and I know yeah. for, I know you weren't well that day and I still think, you know, you should have you should have rocked it. You should have taken the whole thing out. Well, it doesn't help that you have laryngitis in the No, titles, I know. I really do think that Carice deserved it because yes. she was an incredible talent. She still is. She's Absolutely. She's still releasing albums and touring and she's a good friend. She was actually the only one really that remembered my birthday the Aww. day after the blind auditions because everyone was so, you know, engrossed in their yes. own thing. It's a huge time. Yes. But she got up early and bought me flowers and, Aww. you know, her with so little – she did something so thoughtful and I'll always remember that. Yeah. So she, very deserving winner. Uh, and, you know, she's a beautiful, beautiful soul just like yourself and you're absolutely well-deserved and stuff. So, you know, good on you and good on her. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy with the results anyway. Yes. I mean, out of 5,000 people, it's nice to be oh. third. Well, basically, you know, out of a whole country, you were third in the first season. That's the way yeah. I'd look at it, you know. So. And it's a bit like um, – you know, ha ha to the shows that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I wasn't going to go there, but I'd be sucked in I the was. other shows. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So now I know, Rachel. I know from reading your bio, I know you can sing in different languages, and I'd love you to share the story about going to Italy to sing with Andrea Bocelli's orchestra, please. Mm. Oh yes. Um, so I think my love of singing in different languages came from my. Gorgeous Nonna, who Aww. you've seen before. Yes, I have. I've seen a photo of her. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So Nonna and Nonno, they sang to me growing up um, in Italian and oh, always encouraged wow. me to sing in Italian. Yes. Unfortunately, my Nonno died. Um, he passed away the night of the Delta Goodrum concert oh, when I was no. 11 years old. Yes. So um, he never got to see me sing in Italian, but uh, I was about – 13 when I started dabbling in it a bit and yes. then I I loved that so much I went on to sing in a bit of French and started listening to Edith Piaf and oh then, yes and then I went on to Spanish which is quite similar so, wow um tried out a few different languages and uh won that competition that sent me to Italy the first time but then after the voice Someone contacted me from Italy through Twitter, of yes. all things. wow. And they said, oh, I'm an Adelaide-born uh, person and I'm living in Italy at the moment and I'm about to release this new eyewear technology for blind people and we're having a concert to celebrate the launch and the opening of a new auditorium. I'd like to fly you and your family and everyone on your, your team over to... Italy, um, in Estonia, which is two hours out of Rome. Wow. Um, and I would like you to perform a song or two. <laughs> How wonderful, thought, Rachel. 
oh, okay. So I passed it on to my manager, thinking really nothing of it. And yeah, he ended up flying me, my manager, a lady from the RSB, the Royal Society for the Blind, yes. and my mum, my dad. Uh, <laughs> who else? I think that was about it. But it was incredible. It was an amazing trip. It was five days in Estonia. Wow. Um, very tiring, but uh, it was definitely worth it because I did a rehearsal with Andrea Bocelli's orchestra. <laughs> I still find it hard to say. Even in just the rehearsal, I started crying because oh. you've heard my version of Livy on Rose, have you? Yes, I have. Oh, have I? Yeah. Yes. Yes, so there you go. <laughs> That's just with um, piano. And this is the backing track that I gave them to learn. And I remember the maestro um, turned to me and he said, oh, we've kind of changed it up a bit. Just let me know if you like it. If you don't, we can change it back to what you're used to. Sure. And then just totally blew me away with these beautiful strings, oh. wind instruments of La Vie en Rose. And you can actually see that on YouTube. I've finally put it up on YouTube <laughs> after two years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it totally blew me away and I was just crying my eyes out because it was so beautiful. You can't, you can't even imagine what it's like to hear such a beautiful sound yeah no i totally agree with you and you know that that is a, such a beautiful song and you do such justice to it and you know if i encourage everyone to check out this clip on youtube and you know i'll put a link to it when this show goes live anyway rachel so you know good on you and i'm so so thrilled you've had these amazing opportunities come your way to share your talent with the world it's incredible it really is oh well i'm really grateful i seem to land into these things quite often yeah I think it happens when you put yourself out there as much as I try to. You do, you do. So let's talk about what you've been doing since The Voice. Yeah. I know you've been, I know you've recorded your beautiful album called Shadows and you're about to go on a national tour. So tell everyone about that too, please. Yeah, okay. So since The Voice, I've done a few amazing things, well, personally amazing. I've, I released the Shooting Star album after. Um, the Voice, yes. went to the Arias for the first time, did yes. the Italy trip, uh, supported Delta as, you know, on a tour. On a tour, yep. Released another album um, and another album, <laughs> Beatles album. And then finally I started um, writing and recording. While I was doing that, I toured a live show about my life yes. um, called The Colours of My Life in 2015. Lovely. And performed that a few times around South Australia um, and, yeah, just kept writing and writing and recording. And I found this company many years ago um, from America called Studio Pros. Yes. And I'd heard samples of their music online and I just wanted to work with them but I could never quite afford it. <laughs> so I was saving up money from all my gigs and that's where most of my money went apart from you know, social things every now and then. Yes. Um, that's where it all went, to the studio pros so they could record these songs. Um, and, yeah, they've done the majority of the songs on this album. Uh, there are a couple of songs that have been done by other people, like Pete Dacey, David Cameron, who did my Here Comes the Sun album, actually. Oh, okay, did, okay. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, they did three of the covers. The air that I breathe, money changes everything, and somebody's love. Um, and Eli Green also did the music for Beware the Wolf. He did oh. an incredible job with that. It was just so different and exactly what I wanted. Um, so yeah, apart from that, I I worked it out. I've written eight songs on there, and I actually produced six of them myself. That's well. amazing! Good. Congratulations. That's oh, awesome. It was really exciting because um, I'd tell the musicians what to do and because they were in America, I went to sleep as they were working. So in the morning I'd always have a preview wow. and it's just like Christmas. <laughs> so it's like Christmas every morning for you. <laughs> yeah. Every time we got a preview, I was like, oh, Yay. this is amazing. How exciting. And especially to see, you know, the fruits of all your hard work come to fruition and, you know, to have someone who's understanding your dream and helping you fulfil it and, you know, ma- you know, make this music happen for you. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a lot of hit and misses there. Because it's really hard to explain what you want in your music online. Sure. <laughs> so I'd often have to do a recording of me saying, no, do it like this, and <laughs> try to play it on the piano. And it took a few tries with some things. But other things, they just got spot on. Like um, my cover song of Sweet Child of Mine, I wanted to do a ballad version of a really hard rock song, and Dad suggested that one. Yes, and every step of the way, they just did it totally perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was um, a really big learning experience for me as a creative person. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, Rachel, your national tour is about to kick off in Melbourne on the 10th of November. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see your show that night. I'm so excited. Me too, <laughs> Me too actually. Yeah. It's so, my first proper, like, tour interstate since yes. 2013 or something. So it's been a while, a bit scary, but I've no. picked all the venues myself. Yeah. And I've got an amazing band and support act and my family behind me. So, um, yeah, I know it'll just be an awesome night. Awesome it, nights. It's it's going to be an awesome tour. So where all are you touring, Rachel? I mean, all these details will be in the show notes, but just tell everyone what cities you're going to and if you've got the dates handy. Otherwise, please don't worry. We can, yeah. you know, link that up for you. No, I've totally memorised everything. Excellent, oh, excellent. Um, the 10th of November is in Melbourne at the beautiful Thornbury Theatre. Yep. There's actually a dinner and show option if people are interested. Um, on the 12th of November, I'll be in Sydney at Riverside Theatres and the 19th, my hometown, Adelaide. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> it's at one of my favourite venues. I've gone to many a concert there, the Gov. Oh, awesome. Um, the 24th is in Brisbane at the Old Museum, gorgeous venue. And the 30th of November is in Perth at the Ellington Jazz Club, a really cool place oh. that I've seen a lot of my friends um go to before so yeah that's the full tour awesome you've picked some great venues there oh it's quite a mix from fancy theaters to you know dancing bars (laughs) (laughs) i just want to see what happens yeah exactly and where do people get tickets rachel or how do people get tickets for your amazing show uh people can get tickets from my website, probably the best place to get them, rachelleacar.com.au. Brilliant. And 
just click on the shows tab um or you can go to my facebook page and click on the events tab and it'll be on there as well Leah Carr is actually Rachel backwards. <laughs> I didn't know that till recently. Yeah, people, I just didn't often, get that. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you Fun go. Fact. I think that's so extremely that's <laughs> extremely clever how you did that, I must say. Oh, well, thank you. I, I mean, so many of my favourite artists have stage names. I wanted to fit in as well. Yeah. I did a mirror image for my album before I was on The Voice and – yeah, it worked out well. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, Rachel, I'm just going to move away from the music for a second. I just want to talk about, you know, obviously you have a vision impairment and I don't believe from the from what I know about you, I don't believe it has ever stopped you from doing anything that you want to do and it never will. No, and of you, course not. I exactly. Mean, can't is not in my vocabulary. I love it. I love it. I love sentence. it. <laughs> And it's I, just not something I've ever embraced. and Sure. I believe there's always a way to do something, even if you have to change things up a bit or even get assistance with it. You shouldn't be ashamed of that and there's always a way. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that you have beautiful Ella in your life. <laughs> yeah. And she's a character, absolutely a character. <laughs> she definitely is. She's the weirdest dog sometimes she does the weirdest things like she if you scratch her back in the right place she'll put her head on the ground and a bum in the air and <laughs> looks I, like a little contortionist oh that's adorable i think you're gonna have to fill you're gonna have to film that and put it on your facebook page on your one day i'll get her yeah yeah when i'm about to film though she yeah. stops whatever she's doing yeah she's not gonna listen to her mummy don't be silly <laughs> so uh that's awesome. And, Rachel, so how do you go about, you know, your health and wellness? You have so many things that you do. I know, you know, besides your music, you're an ambassador for so many organisations as well, you know, your charities and non-charities. How do you maintain your health and wellness? How do you, you know, you've got a big tour coming up. How do you get prepared for all of this stuff? Well, I always know when I'm about to get sick. Oh, no. usually before something um, important. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I I used to get sick quite often, actually, like every three months or something. I would right. get some sort of cold. And it, a couple of years ago, it would always turn into the flu or a chest infection. Oh, and it no. was getting really bad. I didn't know what was going on. So um, I think all I did really was try to um, – and this is going to sound really weird, but I made myself busier. Okay. And I know this, that's really weird. You would think more rest, but um, I found that if I occupied my mind more with lots of things, yes. then I didn't have time to get sick. Um, but I also do try to maintain it with, you know, enough sleep to be able to manage all the hecticness. For sure. And I take vitamin C tablets in the morning and, you know, vitamin D, other multivitamins just to keep myself nourished and everything because yeah. you can't forget to eat and and um, be able to give your body what it needs to actually function. Um, and so far I haven't 
got sick in a long time. So <laughs> it's been about six months, which is a long time for me. Let's keep it so that way. Let's keep it that way. Would you like that I don't get sick? I will. I'll be sending you lots of good vibes and, you know, um, and making sure that, you know, helping as much as we, you know, we can to give you the information you need so that, you know, you don't get sick. We don't want you sick. Thank you. <laughs> and I actually just remembered something as well. Um, I think this might have contributed to contributed to it yes i had a bad habit of chewing my nails and as you know like oh the (laughs) grossest things get under your nails uh i used to do it too so i know exactly what you're talking about yeah so i feel like since i stopped biting my nails i haven't got sick so maybe that was a contributing factor to it no i have no there you go i have no doubt miss rachel no doubt at all So, Rachel, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, your other roles that you have? You know, I know you're an ambassador for the Port Adelaide Football Club. Mm -hmm. And you also, I think you also have other charities that you support. I'd love you to share some of that with us. Yeah. So, I've been an ambassador for the Royal Society for the Blind since about 2011. They actually put me in a commercial, which was really nice, um, with a little tiny future guide dog and oh, I was cute. saying on camera in the near future this little guy will be my eyes so oh. support the Royal Society for the Blind. Oh that's beautiful. Yeah and it and eventually came true. <laughs> awesome. awesome awesome. Um but they've always supported me. They they've given me canes and adaptive technology like CCTVs and magnifiers and yes. things like that. And yeah now Ella I always want to give back to them and show them uh, all the support I can because they've supported me so much. Exactly. And I've even just released a chocolate bar, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to say with one of my favourite chocolate shops, Brace Girdles. Yum. Um, Unfortunately, it's only available in South Australia. Sorry about that. Well, I'm sorry. You're going to have to bring um, someone to her because I'm not the yeah, choco- I'm not the chocoholic in this family. You know, the other person yeah. in this family is extremely fond of chocolate. So yeah, might have to celebrate with some chocolate. I'll bring some over. Yeah, yeah. But the reason I mention this is because half of the profits, well, actually, all of the profits, sorry, are going to the Royal Society for the Blind. Oh, that's a that's so, an amazing collaboration. Yeah, a bit of fun. I've always oh. wanted to have a chocolate bar with my name on it. So, <laughs> that is know. so exciting, Rachel. Truly exciting. Mm, Great. Exciting. Great. So, Rachel, besides singing and music, what are some of your other favourite things that you enjoy doing? Oh, well, I do love supporting the charities, um, going to all sorts of events and things. Yes. But people might be surprised to learn that I really love ice skating. You see, I don't get that. I'm sorry, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I started off with someone, um, well, actually, I started off rollerblading, which isn't as scary. Oh, golly gosh. started with that, and then when I first got on the ice, I had someone who could skate backwards very well. Wow. Leading me around, so they held my hands and I skated forwards while they skated backwards, and I learned how to skate like that. Um, then once I got confident enough to skate on my own, I actually found it quite easy to navigate okay. because the ice is so white, everyone else was contrast, so I could avoid them and everyone skates the same way in a perfect world. So yes, yes. We always go anti-clockwise. 
so I could never bang into anyone. No, it was just absolutely. Perfect. Oh, that is so exciting, you know. And there's and- barriers, so I can't skate off the ice well well no and as you said earlier you know even you, the word can't is not in your vocabulary which i think is the yeah. the most the thing i admire about you the most you've never ever let it stop you from doing you know whatever whatever you have to deal with with your vision you've never let it stop you from you know chasing your dreams achieving your goals and going after exactly what you want yeah exactly i mean why would it why can't i find a way to exactly. do exactly that i might enjoy exactly you never know. exactly exactly so rachel as we come to the end of our time together i'd love you to just share again your website and tell people how they can find you on social media and most importantly where they can buy your music your cds and where they can buy tickets to your amazing concert tour coming up nationally in australia all right, that's a lot of things to share. Yeah, go for it, Rachel. <laughs> I've got my website, rachelleacard.com.au. That's Rachel with an A-E-L. Um, and you can get tickets there and to shows and everything. I'm on Facebook as well, Rachel Leacar, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Beautiful. You'll find me on there with a blue tick. Beautiful, beautiful. And you can get my music if you're interested in finding any of that. It's on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and also in JB Hi-Fi Insanity. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And that's everything, I think. I think that's all of it. So, Rachel, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on my show today. It's been an absolute privilege to spend time with you and chat to you and get to know you a little bit more. Oh, thank you. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Awesome, awesome. So everybody, do yourselves a favour, as Molly Melder would say, get Rachel's music, get your tickets to her show, follow her on social media and, you know, go and watch all her YouTube videos that she's put up there. She is an amazing soul. She is a fantastic human being and I know you're not going to regret listening to her music and letting her, you know, transport you away from your everyday and enjoy every bit of her talent. So thank you again, Rachel for being on my show today. Thanks so much for having me, Wendy. Thank you. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I would love you to subscribe to my show on iTunes and please give it a rating. Feel free to share this episode with your family and friends. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and on my website, which is all the W's, wendysway.com.au. I hope you have a happy, safe, and blessed day. Remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.